You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. Welcome to another edition of New Nintendo Podcast XL. As always, I'm your host, Brandon Hoff, and this is Reflections Part 9, The Legend of Zelda, Oracle of Ages. Quick facts, Oracle of Ages was developed by Flagship, a subsidiary of Capcom. Uh, it was released on the Game Boy Color in Japan, February 27, 2001, November, uh, North America, rather, not November, North America, May 13th, 2001, uh, released at the same time as Oracle of Seasons. Uh, last episode, I went into a lot of the development and uh, didn't really want to... I'm not going to rehash that stuff. So if you want to know more about the development and things like that, listen to the previous episode. Uh, I had just beat the game. Uh, I didn't stream this one. Uh, it was rather quick... Uh, Fairly quick experience for me uh, to to kind of play this this game. So this was sort of the the part two of this uh, uh, shindig in regards to like I used the password from Oracle of Seasons uh, to play Oracle of Ages, and um, basically similar story. There is a villain named Varen. Uh, you are. Uh, tasked by the maku tree in this one it's a it's a girl she tasks you to uh retrieve the eight essences of time and that way you're supposed to uh recover nehru uh the oracle of ages as well as save uh the land um so roughly the same sort of kind of like story beats and stuff that you would find in oracle of seasons there's not a ton of uh differences the difference here uh, that i alluded uh to in last episode was there's a, a time travel mechanic and basically in that you're able to kind of go back and forth in in time uh between 400 years uh between the land of labrina um there is a point where there is a dungeon uh called the uh mermaid's cave where you actually have to uh, play it first in the past, and then you get to uh, go back to the present, go through that, get the dungeon item, and then you're able to go back to the past to finish, finish the dungeon. So really nice. What's cool about that dungeon specifically, I just want to speak on it, is that um, the things that you do in the past affect the future. And like I feel like that's something that they barely explored in Ocarina of Time with the Spirit Temple. They actually do it a little bit better here, and I think that's it's really good. Um, but yeah, roughly same story, um, less action, more puzzle based, you know, not so much 
it, it, it's not so much like, um, but there's not too much of a difference. It's just there's more puzzles in the dungeons. Uh, there's more, uh, a little more setup, I feel like, between each uh, dungeon. Like, there's like, you have to figure out a way how to get into the dungeon for the most part, um, starting with, um, I would even say starting with level two because you have to, in le- uh, to get to level two, uh, you have to bring the, um, you have to bring the uh, mystery seeds to Queen Ambi, Ambi, uh, and so you have to go to the the forest to uh, find those, um, and then you have to, um, the thing that you have to do is you. Um, she gives you bombs so that you're able to go into the entrance of, of that dungeon. And then like level three, you have to, um, basically, uh, you're all your, you, um, have to make a raft and you, uh, and you go out to sea, you find yourself caught in a storm. You get washed up on, on an Island called, uh, Toke Island. Uh, and, they uh all these toke take your items so you have to figure out a way to sort of trade your items back and <clears throat> get all that stuff so there's there's quite a bit of like uh things like that that you have to do uh a bit of setup and things like that it, that's a little more uh i feel like it makes the game longer uh than oracle seasons because a lot of times uh Oracle of Seasons, you're, you you kind of just are able to go into the dungeon for the most part. There's not too much like setup in between dungeons. There there might be a few things where you have to like get a, a season or something, but um, for the most part, it's roughly like you go from one dungeon to the next, and then uh, so I feel like that's why I think what thinking back on it, I think that's why I like Oracle of Ages more because I feel like there's a little more setup. There's a little more uh, like interesting things going on in between the dungeons it's not so much like the legend of zelda um original route where you are um basically like going just from like one dungeon uh to the next and then like kind of exploring the the overworld so um i feel like aegis does a little bit better of a job uh in that regard so like that's that's pretty nice um I, the, the dungeons are, um, uh, the dungeons are fine. Um, for the most part, the, the best dungeons are easily, I like the level I described the, the mermaid cave. Um, the, uh, customer, uh, customer. Um, I don't know why that, that, uh, I don't know why that, (laughs) that word popped in my head. Um, the dungeons, the dungeons, um, the sixth dungeon, the, 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 uh, mermaid cave is probably the best one just because of that, like past and present, um, past and present, like stuff going on uh then level eight's pretty good it's funny like you start that game in a crypt and then you end it in like an ancient like crypt 
Uh, so it's kind of nice about that. Um, there is, um, um, there is a, um, this is the thing is like, I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm thinking about the dungeons and like, they're, they're fine. Like he was able to get through them pretty quickly. Um, and you're, um, You're able to get through most of the dungeons pretty quickly. The one that I I was thinking about this a lot as I was playing it, but the one that I played a lot uh, as a as a kid um, uh, that I had trouble with as a kid was Jabu Jabu's uh, belly. Uh, I think the uh, the thing is is like I got all so turned around in that dungeon. Uh, it it uh, so the the premise is you have to raise and lower the water levels. Um, you're swimming with your, your little mermaid suit. Um, and I just, uh, you basically like, you just have to raise and lower the water levels to kind of like get you, um, uh, get to like, basically like the end of the dungeon and like get all the keys and all that good stuff. Um, and that one used to really give me a lot of trouble, but this time around I was, I went through it pretty quickly. I didn't really have any issues. Uh, I feel like in general, this, this, um, dungeon, like the dungeons, I think like these, these games have gotten easier for me as an adult, which I don't know why, but my enjoyment of them have gone down by a little bit. Like I had a good time playing this game. Um, I think I did get a real challenge sort of at the end with, um, so I did the linked, uh, the linked ending here and, Basically, what happens is, is after you beat the initial game, um, you find out that Twin Rova captures Princess Zelda. Uh, they are in the process of trying to uh, kind of sacrifice Zelda uh, to revive uh, Ganon. And so they um, Link fights Twin Rova, which the, there's two phases. First is when they're separate, and then what, the second one's then uh, together. Uh, the first phase, you have to, um, first phase you have to, they are just flying around and throwing their like little balls. It doesn't work so well in a 2d space just because they're like constantly flying around and like you hit the balls at the opposite. Um, so like the fire, uh, sister's like throwing her fireball and you're supposed to like hit it with your sword and like hit the, um, you know, the, the ice sister essentially. And like that is a lot better within a 3d space. Like I said, it doesn't really work too well in a 2d space, but like I, you, you make it work. Cause it's just like, you have to like hit it and then hope it like you're close enough to the other sister to, for it to hit. And then, so you do that three times after that, uh, they fuse you, uh, they start in either an ice form or a fire form. You basically hit them with your sword three to four times. You shoot them with a, uh, a mystery seed and repeat until they're dead. Then they sacrifice their body. Ganon comes out. Uh, the fight is a lot like the Ganon fight from a link to the past. Um, it's just, you're mostly just, um, fighting Ganon and then you slice at him and like he does like different attacks like 
with his trident. He does like there's this one thing that he does where he makes the floor uh, go like basically your, your controls are going in opposite directions, so you have to be mindful of that. Um, so, but then you kill Ganon, you destroy it, and then it you know the game is like oh hooray happy it's all we're all good, and then they um, you know the after the credits roll, there is a scene at the very end where it shows Link waving to people going on a boat. And this is why I uh, initially wanted to play these first before Link, Link's Awakening is because I, I feel like this is bait. This is like real like setup for Link's Awakening. And it just it makes sense. But with the different interpretations and the way that the polls ran, it was just how um, it shook out. But yeah, Oracle Ages is good. It's fine. Um I am feeling a little sad uh, because I'm, you know, feeling a little more cool on the uh, just the aspect of these. Uh, like, I, I feel like my nostalgic feelings for these games kind of overshadowed the fact have my like how I feel about them now. I think from a 2D experience, um, top down experience, like I would say the best ver the best is definitely link's awakening and then link to the past and then the oracle games um this is this doesn't include link between worlds because i would probably put a link between worlds uh above most if not all these games that's that's the next game in the series that i'm going to be playing um but it's been a it's been a real hot minute since i played i think the last time i played that was like 2014 maybe 2015 so It'll be interesting to revisit that game after, you know, seven, eight years of not having played it. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to play that game. But, like, I guess, like, I used I really loved, and I still do love Oracle Seasons and Ages. But I come away from them just, like, being like, yeah, good, good Zeldas. Um, you know, eight out of ten. Like, I enjoyed myself. Um, not as, like... To me, like, it's just, like, it was a continuation of the, um, you know, Link's Awakening Game Boy, like, formula. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I think I'd still put them above Minish Cap. I think Minish Cap, like, uh, I'd probably put Minish Cap, unfortunately, at the bottom of all these. Uh, but Minish Cap's good. It's just, like, I think I just like all these other games better. But not to say, I think... In terms of this, I still come away from Oracle of Ages being the better experience over Oracle of Seasons. Oracle of Seasons is great. Oracle of Ages is great, but Oracle of Ages is a little bit better. And, I mean, that's really it. I mean, it was just a good uh, experience. I feel like it's kind of the same thing with Oracle of Seasons. Like, if you haven't um, played them, they're about to, uh, at some point, come to the Nintendo Switch online service. So definitely feel like that's something that you should be able to check out at some point. Um, if you have it, like these, these, these are good Zelda's worth playing, especially if you have it. And if you liked links awakening, I think you would like these, these games too. Um, albeit maybe not as much. Um, but I do, I really liked the, the, the LinkedIn, in, the fight against twin Rova and Ganon. That was like the real challenge. The rest of the game was in my opinion, pretty easy. Um, uh, the music in this game is fine. It's a little bit better than Oracle of Seasons. Um, but 
yeah, I mean, I don't really have much else to say. Like, uh, I, I feel like this was, you know, overall a um, still a good experience for me. And like now we're kind of really getting into the the end game. So we we just have Link Between Worlds and then the last two uh, of uh, Zelda's. And then I can be uh, free uh, to not focus on Zelda for a little bit. Um, I think I'm at a point, it's not that I'm like, uh, um, not to, I just feel, uh, I'm not burnt out on Zelda. Like I still very much like this series and love this series, but I'm kind of reaching that point where it's like, I feel like I'm just pushed, like I'm trying to push through these games to like, just get it done so that I can like do other things with my life, you know? Um, and so I'm not as like worried about, you know, uh, having this, this looming thing of like having to complete these Zeldas over my head. And that way I can just kind of play like Fire Emblem and Metroid. And, um, the thing is, is like March is almost over. So like we have April, we have roughly a little over a month before Tears of the Kingdom comes out. Um, there's that Mega Man Legacy Collection, uh, Battle Network Legacy com- Collection that is, um, about to come out, um, like April 14th or something like that. Um, and then, yeah, there's that new Resident Evil 4 that looks kick-ass. I would really love to check that out, uh, and get that. Um, that looks fantastic to be honest. So, like, there are other games I want to play, but, like, I, f- I feel like right now I'm, like, I'm, I'm in too deep, like... I'm in too deep on the Zelda experience. And so I want to really just see it through. I also still want to do that tier list of, of all the Zelda games of all, uh, uh, of all the games. But I think what I'm going to do with that is once I finish these games proper, I'm going to not do the tier list right away. I'm going to, um, uh, play tears of the kingdom, see how I feel about it, uh, and go from there. Uh, Funnily enough, there's a Tears of the, of the Kingdom uh, little mini direct tomorrow. They're going to show some gameplay, so I'm pretty hyped for that. Uh, 10 out of 10 hype. Uh, I'm, I'm ex- just excited to see more of it. I think the game looks fantastic. Um, a lot of people's complaints about, oh, it's the same map. Uh, I mean, yeah, it probably is a little bit of the same map, but like, there's going to be changes to it. And like, I, we don't even fucking know like what's going to go on this 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 game so haters as far as i'm concerned can back off i think this is going to be another like fantastic open world 10 out of 10 zelda experience uh the critics are going to love it game of the year just so so good so good so good um but okay that's really all i got um i'm gonna play a link between worlds i'm not sure if i'm gonna stream it or not uh i haven't really decided yet if i want to play it on the 3ds or if i just want to stream it because i could um and beyond that then you know i have the other two games on my switch so um yeah that's really all i got uh you know uh thank you guys so much for continuing to listen and you know be a part of this uh crazy journey uh with 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 me uh still still feels weird to just be kind of talking to myself uh but i feel like i'm at least i'm talking to the audience uh, to you, the listener. So, um, you know, I just, I appreciate all the, uh, uh, support and stuff. You know, I, I say that a lot, but like, it really does mean a lot to me that, 
it, I get the support that I do. So, um, yeah, really, otherwise, that's all I got. I don't really have much else. If you want to follow me, follow me on Twitter, BR and Hoff. That's where I post all my socials, such as my Twitch and my uh, Twitch and YouTube and all that good stuff. Um, you follow the network, IndieSourceNet, on Twitter, IndieSource.com. Uh, for all of our great shows and wonderful programs, please check them out, uh, IndieSource.com slash Discord to join the Discord um and yeah uh like i said i've been brandon hoff this has been new nintendo podcast thank you so much for listening and as always we do not have one more thing for zelda